0: We're all all just picking up little snippets of things here and there. And uh, yeah, yeah, it is, I think it is an, an area that people don't necessarily go and study.
1: All right, what are we talking about tonight?
2: Intellectual property, copyright, and things that make us mad on our content and streaming platforms. Let's get angry, folks. (laughs)
0: Things that make us mad is quite a broad topic.
2: (laughs) I did say, I did say at least on our platforms, I made it a little more specific than that.
1: This is really interesting. I really want to dive into this because I just recently became an LLC and I really want to protect that. And uh, I've been around the block a a few times um, with a trademark lawyer Talking about protecting my brand, protecting my name, protecting different things. And so, you know, I we just happen to have a lawyer in the midst. So I want to pick your brain, girl. Let's go. Oh, God.
2: Oh, I totally forgot that if we volunteered to do this topic that you guys would be knocking <laughs> on my door. That's really bad. Uh, before I say anything, let me do that thing that lawyers always do, which is anything I say today is not legal advice. I am not licensed. Or educated to practice in whatever area you're in. I haven't been a practicing lawyer for more than 25 years. So clearly, anything I know is just based on my layperson's knowledge, informed by my legal education, but it's not legal advice. Thank you very much.
0: Hashtag That's Keely it. was right with standards. <laughs> right,
2: right, right. Hashtag no. is not
0: Keely's fault
3: if you get sued. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: exactly. It, it's interesting because I have a I I think that there's a lot of nuance and gray area in any of these IP sort of discussions, because I think it's fair to say that all of us as content creators have learned everything we know (laughs) about this space from other people. And if we were being very, very strict about attributing the knowledge that we've built in that sense we'd have our experiences mixed in but we'd have an awful lot of footnotes that we'd have to put in absolutely everything we say like one doc rock said this on july 1st 2021 but, you know and and we'd be we'd be doing a lot of that sort of attribution so i think there's a difference between maybe protecting individual little forms of products we put out and maybe financial gain that can come from that and then general just sort of sharing of knowledge which we know is sort of the bedrock of what our community is all about, right? Does that make sense when I say it like that?
0: Yeah, totally. We're all we're all just picking up little snippets of things here and there, and uh, yeah, it is. I think it is an, an area that people don't necessarily go and study, whereas you know people will spend a hell of a lot of time studying, you know how to how to use. TubeBuddy, buddy (laughs) things like that you know they'll go and watch all the videos on it to learn all of that part but actually i think there's not much care and attention and time from my perspective has been given to you know the 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 legal side of uh, of certain things i mean you think yeah oh if i want to avoid you know copyright claims on music then use something like epidemic and there's things like that that you would think okay i've got to do that i've got to use uh, a legitimate source for stock photos and footage and stuff but um yeah, in terms of other areas, it it does feel a, a bit gray to me, certainly because of my lack of uh, investigative. Uh, well, there's a lot of education. there's a lot
3: of stuff out there that's um, generally assumed that's not true. Like I always, for the longest time, thought you could use ten or fifteen seconds of a song, anybody's song, <laughs> in any way you wanted to.
1: Not, not it true. used to be that way back in the day, <laughs> but it's not I don't like know that, that anymore. Did, was it ever that way? I don't know if it was. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny because. You would see people doing stuff and just because they're doing stuff and they're getting away with it, that doesn't mean that it's right. Um, right. I've seen There's that 100%. a lot. I've seen that a lot in the the areas or the, you know, the groups that I'm in where people would have like music playing in the background or whatever. I'm like, how are they getting away with that? I pay for epidemic. I pay for two licenses for two different channels to make sure that I don't get slapped with any of this stuff. And people are just out here just willy nilly doing stuff. And I guess as things are changing, I don't know. I want to pick your guys' brains because as things are changing, I, you know, I mean, I'm in a whole bunch of other different types of groups where they're taking clips of like things that are owned by HBO and everybody's making videos from it. Music that is licensed by HBO and they're making stuff with it. And I'm sitting here going, how the hell are they doing that and not getting a copyright strike? You know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just really curious. I don't know what the rules are, but you know, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair.
2: <laughs> it's not fair. Um, I can speak to my layperson's understanding of what the digital millennial copyright act provides, because this is the piece of American legislation that I sued a particular field hockey association about in 2019. I woke up one fine Sunday morning to 150 emails plus in my inbox, notifying me that uh, all of my content from Facebook and Instagram and a bunch of posts off Twitter had been removed for copyright violations. And, I endeavored to contact the association. I put out videos saying, hey, this has happened. And what I relied on to allow me to use that material that was uh, under copyright of that association is what's called the fair use provision in the DMCA. So under certain conditions, you are allowed to use that material for say education. And that's exactly what I was relying on. I'm using a small piece from a piece of work and I'm using it in order to explain a concept to my audience. And without that content, I can't fully express or even closely express what's happening. So I would take a piece from match and say, look at this thing. This is an example of this thing in practice. Here's the rule. This is what the umpire did. This is where the player was positioned. This is how they reacted without the visual you can't teach. And so There are exceptions that are listed in the DMCA that allow you to do that. Now, if your sole purpose, when you're using these little pieces of repurposed content, or you're not really repurposing it or remixing it all or making something new out of it that provides some some value that's separate from the initial uh, publication or broadcast or whatever it is, that's generally where you don't get to use that content under the DMCA. So if I take a 20 second clip and then I freeze frame it here and I zoom in there and that sort of thing, I'm, I'm remixing it. I'm repurposing it and that should be allowed. And at the end of the day, I knew I had a very strong case and you know, everything went my way, but I think there's a lot of, when it, when I was researching all this for myself, There were many examples of people trying to do very similar things, but because the company that they were up against was massive, they just went, I can't do this. And they backed away. I didn't because at the time I had enough bankroll that I could afford to start a lawsuit. And I'm stubborn, as you guys all well know. (laughs) And I knew I was right. So, oh, my God, we're back to that thing again. And, And so I pursued it and it worked out for me. And I have an agreement now. All my videos on YouTube are whitelisted. All of my properties on social media are whitelisted. And I create content within the parameters that that association has given me saying, can you please just do this and this and this? And I'm like, yeah, I can handle that. That's totally fine. And now we work together. So there's the the two sides of it. And I think when people are getting away with it, it's just because they're literally getting away with it because the algorithms haven't caught up to them. And that's all there is to it.
1: I have a, a a perfect example of this, of a video that I shot in my in my living room, my fireplace. It was a fireplace scene. I was sitting in front of the fireplace with a glass of wine. I lifted the wine to my lips. I took a sip. I put the wine uh, the the wine glass back there, and I just I was videotaping the whole thing. I put it on Instagram. It was taken down by a company that we love very much, most of us have these cameras, (laughs) that company, and said that this was in violation of their copyright, that they thought that this information was theirs. And I was never able to put that video up. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is my house. This is my fireplace. (laughs) I shot this in my house. I could show you all of the things I can prove this, but because it was a humongous corporation, okay, mm-hmm. I I was like, all right, fine, you can have that one. Wait, wait, wait! I'll just they do another footage one. Was their footage? No, it was mine. They were saying it was theirs. Yeah, I don't know if it was a bot or I don't know what the situation was. Yeah, I can't imagine. That's incredible. But. But every now and then it keeps coming up, and it, it's always around the holidays because that's the only time I like the fireplace because that's the only time it gets that cold in Atlanta. I mean, seriously, uh, <laughs> it's never it's never <laughs> that cold. But but you know, usually I'm that's the only time that I do that, and so every year around this time that video would surface again and. Every, you know, every so often it's like, oh, this is, this is still our property. This is our uh, um, intellectual property and you can't have it. I'm like, what? what are you are talking about, Willis? So small, small people like us or,
2: yeah.
1: you know, you don't have that bankroll. And I'm like, nah, this is mine. What you talking about? Uh, I will go to bat. I'm not going to bat with,
2: uh, names rhyme with Rony. I'm not doing (laughs) it. I'm not doing it. And what's really interesting is that every platform has its own entire process, how it gets dealt with. And I have to say that YouTube is, as far as I know with my experience is one of the most creator friendly platforms to have to deal with any of this copyright stuff, because the way that it works is that if your content is identified as being in uh, in a a potentially a violation of copyright, you'll get a notice. And it used to be that they would just take your content right down and you'd be like, Oh, that kind of sucks. Now what they do is they black out the portion to which someone else is asserting their copyright. They notify you that they've done so. And then you have the opportunity to file a dispute and you can say things like I have a whole text expander template that I can fill out at YouTube because I've done it enough times that says my use, I'm claiming under fair use provision, you know, and I lay out the section number of the DMCA and blah, blah, blah. And once you've filed that dispute, under many circumstances, YouTube by default puts that back up. And then that notice is sent to the copyright holder. They have 30 days in which to dispute your dispute, basically. And if they do so, then it'll go back down. And then they'll then a whole new step up in the process starts. So with YouTube, if there's a nuisance claim and somebody has to take more steps in order to make sure your video doesn't go up, you're probably gonna win that one because they're just gonna go, ah, we were just kidding, and you know, we were just trying to pull one over on you. But platforms like Facebook and Instagram now the same thing, but back in the day when I did it, they weren't the same thing. It was really, really difficult to penetrate that veil. And they were awful. I couldn't get my stuff put back up even for months after everything had been resolved. And I had to, and, and they literally like that the videos were somehow corrupted. And when they did get put up, they were all wrong. And I was like, okay, this is terrible. And so it wasn't the videos themselves, but all the metadata and all the posting information was all you know, a mess, but they didn't have that same kind of process. You didn't know where to turn. They didn't have a a clear email that you could go to or a form to fill out or anything like that. That Twitter was kind of in the middle. Yes, exactly. So for me, Facebook and Instagram are the worst places to try to deal with anything to do with copyright. And that's why I'm not, I mean, I hate Facebook and I also don't put any of my real invested. This is my stuff on Instagram, because I don't, I don't believe that they're, they're looking out for me and that I have a transparent way. I can step through a process if I have a problem.
1: Agreed. 100%. <laughs> After that
2: whole thing, you say agreed. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> 100%. I don't know. I have a love hate relationship with Facebook right now. I'm like,
2: <laughs> how do you have any love?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, where does it's the
2: come from? It's because all my family
1: and all the people that I used to interact with, you know, because remember, I told y'all, I told y'all, I used to sell jewelry and I used to sell other stuff. And that's where we did it. We did all of that stuff there. And there's big communities that I'm a part of. And it's mm-hmm. like, all the people are still there that, I mean, I see every now and then, but the way, I don't know, I just... Yeah. I have a love hate relationship with them right now. And it's so funny because everybody's like, where'd you go? I'm like, dude, off Facebook, I can't do it. But the business people that I talk with, they're like, oh my God, Facebook is amazing. It's amazing because it's like, I always felt like, okay, think about the Serengeti, right? Think Think about the lion or whatever, whatever predator is out there and all the people on Facebook are the prey and that's kind of like it's the game it's the game it's like all right well you know oh my god Facebook is full of all of your of your um you know it is great advertising (laughs) exactly exactly and it's just it's just it's just I I fundamentally have a problem with that I just Mm -hmm. I just do (laughs) anyway but you know money talks
0: and that is part of the thing that makes it frustrating for, uh, users though, is that, you know, you, there's uh, you don't feel in control of the information that you're being shown so much, you know, even out of however many, you know, friends or people that you've got on there. I mean, I've, I, I didn't really use Facebook until I started using it just to build a sort of business network over there. Like several years ago, I don't really post personal stuff on there. So it's not like I've got a load of close sort of friends on the platform, um, but the few friends that i have got i rarely see their stuff because it's um it's all of these other things that facebook thinks i <laughs> want to see and, yeah, and and understand so but th- this is going off topic to another conversation let's uh, yeah. say <laughs> i'll save this for another time
1: <laughs> this is another yeah another another topic topic yeah. altogether
2: maybe yeah. maybe i can help bring it back and and i can get your thoughts on something and that today and the reason that this kind of came up for all of us is that it was br- brought to my attention that somebody was using a portion of one of my streams and they just took this section and just plunked it on their, uh, their YouTube channel. And I think probably for 95% of the people I know in the hockey community, I'd be like super not bothered by that whatsoever. But because this one person was using it in a way that they wanted to present to me in a very negative light, very disparagingly um, it's been bordering on stalker behavior for 16 years. Um, I, I filed the the copyright notice and asked for it to be taken down. And I, the irony of me doing that in this setting felt really weird because I know that there is a potential fair use argument there, but because of how it was done and, and who this person is and what they were trying to present, I was like, nope, no, nope, this th- this is it, and I'm just wondering when it comes to protecting our IP and our ideas, does that come into it for you guys? Do, have you have you had any experiences like that, or can this can you tell me I need to grow up? <laughs> well, anything?
0: if some, if somebody's using, I mean, you've mentioned fair use there, but if somebody's using it to slander, basically, then that's not cool at all, is it? <laughs> that, but if, if somebody in... is
3: critiquing your opinion, then I don't see any problem with it. Like those guys that. Uh... Roasted Doc the other day. They didn't really roast him, but yeah, they called him out and said, you know, didn't do this or you didn't do that, or you could be doing this or could be doing that. Were they, was it like that or was it being mean?
2: Uh, it's not constructive yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like that at all. It's not with the aim of, you know, oh, I, I think like, this person's got some ideas, but we can improve upon them. No.
0: Sounds like you have a history with this person. I do. And, and to, in terms of a, a, a sort of fair use though, if somebody was to use portions of stuff that I've done and, Use it in a fair way, then I wouldn't mind. You know, it's, it's like Doc didn't mind that, that uh, the, I forget the name of the channel now, but they, he didn't mind them doing that because actually it gave him, you know, some more exposure and actually it was really constructive as well. So uh, if done in a, in a, uh, in a nice way like that, then, then I wouldn't have a, a problem with it for, for my stuff.
1: It was, well, it was kind of genius actually, um, mm-hmm. in a marketing sense. You know what I'm saying? Because now, they they were exposing, you know, Doc to their group of people, and they're like, "Yeah, go check this guy out." And now we're like, "Who the heck are these people?" And now we're checking yes. them out. And but so, I never would have I never would have seen those people if Doc if they hadn't tagged Doc
3: and Doc didn't know about it.
1: Exactly. I, cause that, cause that it came up in my feed too, because I was like, Oh, what's he doing now? And I'm like, Oh, wait. Oh, they're roasting him. Oh, okay. And I'm sitting there like, Okay, what is this? And why am I so intrigued? But you know, it's, it was the Sam Cart people. So, uh, yeah, it was, it, but it was, it was a marketing genius ploy because now, now both of the audiences now are like aware of each other. It's like, okay, doc's doing this and now we're aware of their stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, this was great. It was a constructive kind of thing, which, you know, turned out to be good for both, uh, for both mm-hmm. parties. But at the same time, you know, when it's not constructive, that's a different story. You know, that could be, that could be detrimental yeah. to the person this, that's being roasted.
2: Yeah, this is a big trend going on right now where people say, Hey, here's a quick glimpse into your creative life, famous person of another audience. We're going to show you how to do it better. And, you know, people like Matt O'Brien have been doing it and, um, who else? I, I, I know there's been a few names mentioned and, and that is exactly, I think what fair use really is about, but in none of those cases, are they actually taking what they've created and presenting it as part of their own material. They're just saying, here's this person, and Mm -hmm. here, you can look at their websites. This is what their website looks like. This is what their YouTube channel looks like, that kind of thing. That's not really the same, like, that's not really the IP that we're talking about in terms of our knowledge. Now, if they had taken an excerpt of Doc's stream and played it for several minutes and said, this is really smart, what Doc said, now you're getting into that, actual ip area i think yeah. mm-hmm. does that make sense there's well, there's yeah, there's yeah. A difference.
0: so i i had an experience of uh, a video being demonetized which was actually one that i did in the uh, uh, leader this year or Whatever it was, cedar we called it, I think. <laughs> but um, uh, and it was uh, it happened to be on the day of the Thai New Year, which is on the fourteenth of April. Um, and so the daily blog that I did that day, I said, "Oh, check out Thai New Year because it's pretty amazing. If you've never seen the the nationwide water fight that goes on, <laughs> it's quite an event." Um, and so I included some footage from uh, some other person's YouTube channel of like this thing because I didn't go outside and get myself soaked. So, um, but I included that. But then I just got like almost within 24 hours, I'd say I got a thing saying, you know, this has been, uh, used, so you can't be monetized. And basically the owner of the content will be, you know, will get any, any monetization from it from whatever few views. So, you know, that was quite a, a cool way of, uh, of, uh, of doing it that it's like, yeah, well, I have you, I did genuinely use their, their stuff knowingly. I did link to it as well that, you know, their page or whatever, but, um, it just meant that I didn't, I lost the sort of uh, monetization on that, uh, <laughs> that video that I'd created.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's happened to me for a few videos as well. And I think that's, that's fair. Like that doesn't bother Mm -hmm. me because I think, oh yeah, they, they made this content. They should reap the rewards of that work. And then I'm able Mm -hmm. to borrow it and establish my own less tangible value with it, you know, future build, whatever. And Mm -hmm. I I like that compromise that YouTube strikes there saying, yeah you were gonna we're gonna help this creator out and make sure that they're still made whole but you as a creator also can can use this stuff to actually transmit the ideas that you want to you're just not gonna make the actual advertising cash from it which yeah yeah i I think that's great
0: and youtube also actually gives you the option to say do you want to remove that portion of your video Uh, and that will resolve the issue as well but i thought well no i'll I'll leave it in (laughs) i'm cool with that (laughs) so well
1: I guess as we grow, you know, it's insignificant.
0: Considering,
1: but as we get larger, then you know, when <laughs> when it hits the pocket, it's like, oh, 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 okay. You know, it might be something different. It's funny because I'm in these different communities because I'm also a, I'm a Game of Thrones um, nerd, and I consume everything Game of Thrones. But in those circles. Everybody has a theory. Everybody has something that they're thinking, you know, fan fan theories and fan things that they're doing. And they're using, you know, copyrighted stuff to create their videos and, you know, copyrighted music, all of this. And they're getting millions of views and nothing kind of happens to them, and I'm like, "How are you doing that? I mean, do you have like a deal with, you know, said company, or how how are you doing that? I don't, I don't understand it. And at the same time, I don't want well, you know. Even sometimes
3: like, sometimes that's promotion, and they don't mind because HBO is not paying for that promotion.
1: And well, they, no, they have the
3: new House of Dragon, and they say, oh, now we get you know a million people looking at this other thing.
1: Right, and creating fan fiction and all kinds of yeah. stuff, but at the same time, as a content creator, you're trying to do something, and if you use a piece of that, are you in fear that, oh, they HBO coming for my money? You know, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I see it in different realms, <laughs> to use a word from from uh, from from that realm. Uh, I see it in different realms, and it's just, it's just really weird. In that sense, because it's all entertainment, right? But then sometimes what we're doing, if you now just bring it back to what we're doing here, sometimes what we're doing is entertainment, sometimes what we're doing is education, sometimes it's edutainment, right? You might be teaching something in an entertaining way, right? Where is that line, and how do we not cross it so that we don't affect our pocketbooks? I'm just saying.
0: I got a permanent warning on my YouTube channel for educating people on how to use an app, <laughs> which will remain <laughs> nameless. But what it was intended to do was, it was uh, it's an app that allows you to download video from the internet. So any website that's got embedded we- uh, video on it, you can download it. And it's part of Setup, which is, uh like a subscription that you get lots of utility style apps and this was one of those apps so i'd been going through a process of covering all the ones that i used and i covered that app and it was one of my highest performing videos i think it was number two um on out of all my videos and then eight months later um, it got pulled down by YouTube because it turns out YouTube doesn't want really you telling people how to download videos from YouTube, which is kind of one of the things that this app could do. Um, so that was just out of total ignorance of the uh, the actual rules around, you know, what you're allowed to post on YouTube. And I hadn't even given it a thought that uh, they might not like that. Interestingly, the Setapp um, uh, YouTube channel, their own YouTube channel, also has a video about it. But I guess uh, YouTube just haven't caught up with them yet. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, it's, it, it is one of these things where you can make mistakes that you don't really even consider are errors. You know, obviously, if you think you're just going to use some uh, hit music in there, then you would guess that there's going to be a problem coming down the line sometime. But there's some things that can happen where you don't expect them. And one of the first people that I interviewed on my uh, my, my podcast was uh, JP Hightech, and he lost his entire channel when they, and he was over 100,000 subscribers. And then they changed some uh some policy or guideline or something like that and then he just got a series of strikes in a row from historical content that he'd created before these things came in and so wow. he then just lost all of his entire channel and so then he had to start from scratch again and he's sort of building himself up again but that really informed his decision about i'm not going to put all of my eggs in the the youtube basket because things did he, he now recover same- from that he didn't recover from that he lost the channel. He's, he's had to start all over again. And um, yeah, he's, uh, whatever he is now, up to 7,000. But he had to literally start from zero again. It took the channel wow. down. And there's a bigger issue with that as well, which is that if you've got a um, uh, a um an account with Google and then you've got several channels underneath it, if you've got multiple channels underneath the same sort of umbrella account, if you like, um, then if one of them gets taken down, it does actually affect all of those uh, channels yeah. underneath it. So shut the front door.
1: Uh, what?
0: Yeah. Wow. So okay. if, if you're doing different things, it is wise to sort of start them up under a different thing. And having said that, I've just realized that this one isn't. <laughs>
3: but, but yeah. That, we're all, we're, we're all tied to our main thing with this one. So. Hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: That's that, interesting. Is, that is interesting. It, yeah. it actually happened. Uh, Dina was, was on last week when, uh, watching as a moderator as my live stream got blacked out uh, during the first topic, because I was using footage from the NCAA uh, semifinal to, Mm -hmm. to show an umpiring clip. And I mean, one of the things that you can do in that situation is you can, yeah, you can just take down that entire stream. You can trim that section out. Or as I did, I filed a dispute because even though it's only that that video is demonetized, and I actually started a fresh stream with the rest of my material, so there's two different videos now from the same day and and that sort of thing. I, I made sure to say, no, I dispute this because I believe this is fair use grounds and we'll see what happens. Maybe the NCAA organization is going to come back and say, oh, we've reviewed it and actually you're right. This We, d- we do believe that this is fair use and we're, we're going to retract our copyright claim over this footage or maybe they won't. And then I have another decision to make. But I think it's important to continue to make those points when they need to be made. When you have a legitimate ground because otherwise we're never going to be able to reuse material mm-hmm. that should be Part of the public realm should be part of the way we can teach and share with other people and make content better. Can you imagine running a films department or a, um, a, like a film school at university and not being able to show a movie mm-hmm. to your class because it's copyrighted material and that broadcast does not permit it? Well that's ridiculous. How else do you learn about it? And how how else do you learn about it if you don't watch the whole thing at the same time? So there's there's a lot of reasons why content should be made aware. And one of the things that I'm really enjoying about Web3 and learning about it is the different way that they look at IP and the different ways that IP can be transmitted and protected and monetized and shared so that everybody gets a piece of the pie, not just you know, one individual conglomerate out there, American corporation who has all the money. So I think it's, it's a big, big changing area for sure. And it's going in a lot of different directions. Sorry, I mentioned web three, my apologies. No, you're not.
3: You do that every time you want to take it off the rails. (laughs) Get us shut down. Nobody, we're going to get shadow banned everywhere because we talk about web three every episode. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> shout out banning doesn't exist
3: sure. they say with our 300 downloads
1: right anyway oh my gosh so how do how do we as content creators
3: protect our stuff well just don't do nefarious stuff is probably the answer but i have a problem with with the bots and erroneous stuff going on like i've had my intro that i've used for three years uh six months ago i that is a hired piece of audio from music radio creative in england they're a voiceover group and they made a bumper for me and it says welcome to the big promo cast blah 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 and it's got music and sounds and drums and stuff like that and somebody on facebook some bot claimed it umg or somebody like that and i couldn't play that video and 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 it was i mean i've done 150 episodes with that thing in it And that, and it was, it was claimed. And so I had to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth saying, this is original stuff. This is not your stuff. It's like you with your fireplace you were talking about. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's original. And so you had to go back and forth and I'm not in a lawsuit with anybody yet. And there's no lawyers involved. We're just trying to get somebody to to, a real human being to look at the situation. Mm -hmm. My most recent problem is not from a a copyright thing is because a link I posted went to an article that the YouTube, whoever, uh, thought it was a scam link or it was a spam site. It was a link to an article on the food network. It was not anything spammy at all. I did use a bitly link and I've seen people use a bitly links. I've been using bitly links for 15 years all of a sudden I, p- I posted a question about it in uh, one of these groups for these video groups around. They said, Oh yeah, you should never use bit.ly links. Well, I've never heard that in my life. And if you go to any website, I mean, any YouTube page anywhere, there's bit.ly links everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's, that's not a, that's not a thing now. Maybe, maybe for them it's happened, but I don't know. I just think it's a robot thing. I think the robots are out of control sometimes.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I had something similar happen in uh <laughs> um, this is not going to be a Facebook bashing situation but I had a similar situation happen in a Facebook group uh, where someone claimed my stuff and I'm sitting there going for reals, this is what we doing no and it, it it was one of those groups that it was you know everyone's selling stuff or whatever and you know someone, had a claim to my stuff. And then there was this Was, it, was that, it a real
3: person though? Or was it a bot that Facebook says, oh, this prob- company says it's your stuff?
1: It's probably a bot. I believe it's probably a bot because it was a list of other businesses. And they're like, you know, there was a the, the call to action was, you got to do something or else we're going to take down da, 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 whatever, whatever. And it was probably a bot, but then it had like all of these different people and, you know, these, these were like actual live links. You could click on these links and go to the different folks or whatever. But I've had that happen multiple times, especially on Facebook. Okay, um, And, I, you know, I ignore those every single time because I'm not active in the group anymore. And so when this random stuff comes up, it's like, yeah. You trying to spam me. I know this is, ex- I know exactly what this is. I'm not falling for it. I'm not clicking on nothing. I know what this is. So it's just, it's just, it's just unnecessary. I, why? I just don't understand why people are just, oh, that's another topic
3: for Money. another day.
2: Money, people be I, I get it's it.
3: it. <laughs> it's not people though. It's bots. It's, it's the robots. They don't, yeah. They don't but have, they have the robots are them.
2: under control of people who are thieving like that well that's but where i don't, it comes think, from. I, don't
3: I think a lot of it is just erroneous mistakes obviously I, I don't i mean there's no there's no way you could think the food network is a spam site a right. real person and so that thing is just turned up too high they need to turn it down whatever that setting is it's just
1: really weird it's just really really weird so how are we protecting our stuff guys what do we so you're talking
2: now about the about what we are creating and putting out there on the internet, how we are protecting it. Yep. Mm, frankly, I I I don't care. <laughs> Somebody yeah, can take it, you know. I don't either.
3: Yeah, I mean, if I have my eighty eight viewers, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh and, and for me, just if if you're taking my messages and you're putting them out there, then first of all, you're helping the umpiring community. So you're doing the thing that I want to have happen anyway. But you ain't gonna do it as well as me. Like you can try. You can take all of my ideas. You could script, you could, you could script my live stream and then you could present everything I said, and you still won't be able to do it the way I do. So I'm Go
1: girl.
2: Go (laughs) girl. Such an (laughs) asshole. But I, I, I really do believe that. And also I'm in a space, at least with the umpiring education stuff that I don't have a lot of competition, and I have high name recognition, and and I think a lot of people will be like, "Oh no, that's a Keeley thing." <laughs> like people will literally say that, "Oh, you part of Keeley's crew?" Okay, we got you. So, I'm, I'm not that concerned. Plus, there's not a ton of money in it. So, <laughs> all those things. I don't know, Alec. You're in a much more competitive sort of environment of of knowledge. Is does that something that concerns you? Somebody will take your 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 teachings about Stream Deck and. Make I'm material. exactly the same
0: as you, Keeley. I'm going to do it my way. And I'm only doing what loads of other people are doing anyway. So it's not like I'm a <laughs> a leader and trendsetter in covering the tech <laughs> space. It's like there's millions of people doing it, aren't there? So uh, I'm just uh, exactly the same thought process as you.
3: Alec, have you seen anybody do the Amazon steal the video and put their name on an Amazon thing that other people have?
0: Ah, now that well, that's a good point actually. Uh, that would be a case where it would have issue because that is basically there is a whole thing of people taking your exact video and then just posting it as their own shoppable video or streaming things as their own live stream. Uh, and yeah, there's a, the whole thing about that. That is a, a, something that Amazon really need to sort out. Um, Hold because- on.
1: So they taking your stuff and using it as B-roll?
0: No, 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 literally oh. lifting your video and reposting it as their own shoppable video. And it's there's there's yeah, it's hard to figure out who these people are, but there's all these people setting up or again, it's not bots. It, there is people behind it, but there's people setting up fake accounts. And that is a real big problem. That's yeah. that's another issue entirely
1: wow
3: well, that hasn't you haven't actually had that happen i just know people it hasn't happened had to had
0: me happen. but i know yeah. lots of people who that has happened to and if you're yeah. in any of the amazon uh you know influencer facebook groups or groups anywhere else then uh, yeah that is something that just crops up continually that like oh check this out i just and they and they, it's like they just happen across it so who yeah. knows if there's, you know, it, it's just they happen across it and say, "Oh, I've just been on Amazon and I've just seen this video. That's my video, but it's somebody else's name." And that is, right. yeah, that's literally just um, that's that is theft. <laughs> that's wait, 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 wait.
1: hold hold, up, hold up. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. In in your market or are they doing it in other markets? So, like, let's say well, you're in the UK it's, market. It's,
0: it's, no, it's it's Amazon. So what I mean is, like, I make a shoppable video on the ZVE10. Somebody else takes my video and then they put that on their Amazon account. And so it then appears because the shoppable videos just appear at the bottom of the um, Mm -hmm. the products, don't they? So then instead of being like just your video, you've then got another identical video, which is your video, but just assigned to somebody else. Which means that the way it works on shoppable videos is if somebody clicks on the link, then if, if your is the last video that they watch before they buy, then you get the commission. So that's mm. like, well, somebody's just blatantly using your shoppable video. They haven't done any of the work themselves. They've just basically downloaded yours and repurposed it and reposted it. So yeah, that that's sucks. that's what they're doing. And that, yeah, it's there needs to be something more about that. Because surely um, the video has been posted on Amazon first by the original creator. Somebody has then gone and used an app like the one that I made a video about <laughs> to download that video. Um, and then they just reposted it themselves. Um and so you would think that, that there would be something in, you know, an algorithm that could just be saying like, well, let's look for duplicate content and which one was there first. That would totally be possible, but there hasn't been any, uh, I'm not going to say there's been no effort put into it, but it's just, there's nothing being rolled out to actually prevent this sort of stuff right. from happening. And the onus is on the creator in that case, again, to to do it. But yeah, there's, there's no fair use there. That is just theft, basically.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: All right. All right. I got... I-
1: roll, go with me on this. As creators, you know, we're, we're making videos about all different kinds of stuff. The gear that we use, the the things that we love. We talk about these things all the time. Brands, different brands. Now, as a strategy to attract the brand, you know, we love Stream Deck. We love Sony. We love Shore, We love all these different things. And we use their, b-roll sometimes in demonstrating something or now i'm like it's kind of sticky right i, I mean yeah no, that that's promoted. marketing
3: stuff i think that marketing yeah stuff, i do that you're happy I, do that. I mean it.
0: i didn't have the stream Deck plus but i made a video about it before i got it when it hadn't got here and i totally took the b-roll out of elgato's thing but i'm just adding to all of this you know mass of videos that are out there that they want to have a right you know, it's everywhere sort of thing. Um, And so I, I haven't expressly asked them, but I'm sure that, you know, that is, uh, you know, it's all just how it's, it's just driving more people to, you know, the the hype about it.
1: Exactly. But when, when it's in a, when it's, when it's in a favorable type of situation, then Mm -hmm. it's okay. The point I'm trying to make is when it's not a favorable type of situation. Now, Now we're running into that sticky situation where we're like, oh, okay, now we're talking DMCA takedowns and this, that, and the third and lawsuits and stuff like that. So it's a slippery slope. It's just a slippery slope. And I think the intent is really important. If you're doing this intentionally, you know, to, you know, to, 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 what's the word to, to elevate the brand, to, to bring more light to something, to, you know, to share, to share what you love about whatever. Yes. I see that. Yes. No problem. I don't see a problem with that. But then when you get into that slippery slope where it's not so positive and now it's like, they're showing a different side of things than, you know, folks, folks will get butt hurt, And then next thing you know, lawsuits and all kinds of stuff. So I'm just saying, it's just a slippery slope. But at the same time, while we're talking about this, I, I mean, I get the whole idea of, you know, being able to use the content and that, that sort of stuff to elevate the brand and all of that. But what are your thoughts about, like, doing your own B-roll? I mean, I get it if you don't have, if you don't physically have the product, but I know some creators... They do their own B-roll, like, you know, like, let's yeah, say Tom Buck, for instance, he does his own.
0: Yeah, it's I suppose just to, anything where you're using somebody else's content, whether it's from the company or from whoever else it you've always got to be aware that there is a potential that they're going to have issue with that and take it down. That's always got to be a potential. Uh, the companies, though, if you go to most, you know, tech companies in my case, um, then go to the press section of the website, they have the b-roll there for you to download they've got all the press photos they got all of the press videos so a lot of the video that i use <clears throat> has come from the press section of the website so if I, if it is something where i want to use it then that's that's a better source for it than uh, you know pulling stuff out of the videos although in my latest one about the stream deck plus i did actually watch the stream deck video their their own launch video and take some of the things from that as well in in a, in addition to that but Yes, but it's just always a case of anything where you're using somebody else's stuff, it's always a potential for somebody to uh, argue it. And whether you want to fight that or not is a, is a thing.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't think getting copyright claims is... I, I don't want to understate it, but I don't think it's as terrible as it used to be because there has been so much... Uh, outcry maybe, or th- there's been a lot of discussions in this area. And as I said before, some platforms are better. And I think YouTube is one of the better ones where they're, they're doing it the right way. So I, I don't think it means that we should run around as creators being really scared of using anything. And it's about, okay, if, if this does cross a line, what am I going to do about it? Am I going to argue it? Uh, do I feel strongly that I am using this fairly? Should I go get some legal advice to check into it? That's always a very good thing. And I had consulted legal advice about my situation probably a year before anything had actually happened to me. And I said, you know, maybe I should check into this because lawyer, I, I, I realized that there was a potential issue. So I felt I felt very confident like when it did happen, I'm like, no, 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 you, no, no, you can't do this. You can't do this. Let me tell you all the reasons why. And that really helped. So if you feel you are a content creator at home and you're worried about this, then go talk to somebody. Go get your legal representation and find out where you stand, what, the, what good parameters you should set for yourself, and follow them. And then when something is unjust, when it's wrong, speak up and do something about it because that's the only way the system will change
0: thanks for hopping into our creators pod if you enjoyed it we'd love if you'd tell a friend about it and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts the creators pod is produced by c22 media Dina Taylor Keely Dunn Michelle Lawrence Rich Graham and me Alec Johnson
3: Say Slippery Slope one more time.